future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here on employmentradio.com. You're still wearing the shirt. Oh, my God. We have video, so if I'm going to talk about it, I might as well wear the shirt. Okay, I feel like that's just an excuse, and you were going to be wearing that shirt anyway. You are... I am not. I'm just saying, like, I didn't... You know, I told you I'm an afternoon showerer, so I'm going to take my <laughs> afternoon shower later. So I might as well wear the shirt I was wearing yesterday. Oh, wow. But You're turning into one of the them. The person, actually, when I went to get some lunch today, I saw the guy who's behind the counter look at me and, like, look at my shirt and look back at me and, like, oh, no. You're one of them. I'm not one of them. Oh. No. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We're live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about <laughs> today. Two sides of the same coin, an experience shared but yet different. We're going to be talking about... <laughs> A trip to the New Kids on the Block remix tour. Yes, words they've never thought I would say uh, out of my actually, mouth. Actually, Greg, it's the mixtape tour. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, can you please get it right? Get it All correct. four of those men in their 50s who are there as part of the <laughs> event. Sarah is, Sarah is our fact checker for sure on this. All right. We have, because we left off our last episode, that's kind of a cliffhanger. An and we have so much to get to. Yeah, because it was just it just happened well, to happen right at the end of the show. Yeah, and the the cliffhanger was you had just gotten an email that potentially could have secured you possible backstage passes to the new kids on the block mixtape tour, which was coming to Portland. We should set the stage on what this actually is and explain this as well. Yeah. So it's a, do you want to explain it? Well, it's the most, it's like a genius concept. So what it is, it's basically like. Let's get the basic (laughs) facts, fangirl, before you you go. It is a great concept. (laughs) Okay. Basically what it is, is uh, Nukes on the Block are the headliners, but they brought uh, along their special guests, which are uh, Tiffany, Debbie Gibson, Naughty by Nature, and Salt and Peppa. So um, how they do this is like Nukes on the Block performs and then we're going to – well, we'll explain that too once you we said get to, to explain Okay. It. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. And so it's a mixtape tour. So like there's like different people. So like Nukes on the Block would pay for a while and then uh, then like Tiffany would come on stage and then all of a sudden it's Naughty by Nature. So it's like kind of goes back and forth like a mixtape. It's a mix of all the different bands. And, and we'll get to the actual concert itself. But we need to build up to that. We, I know, Sarah, you're very excited to talk about this and I think that's great. And we've got a lot to cover with it. But I'm just – I think we should talk about uh, you even like the tickets beforehand. So, Ooh. so like I had purchased tickets um, for this show because I know Sarah wanted to go. Yeah, and I got tickets, and I was like, "Well, fine, I'll get myself one too," because I don't know why at the time I thought that was a good idea. Because I was like, "Oh yeah, well, I want to see Naughty by Nature, so I'll get one too. I'll go. <laughs> We're gonna have a bunch and of people did. go." You didn't even have to force it. You're well, like, "Okay, yeah, I'll go too." Yeah, yeah, and I did. Yeah, as far as buying the ticket, and yeah. And uh, and so so that happened a long time ago. But then Sarah, being a lifelong New Kids fan, okay, that's a weird way to word that. I'll let you word it then. Because I I'm I yes I've known who New Kids on the Block are my entire life. I don't sit at home and listen to them. Like I was a fan when I was nine. Okay, gotcha. And I'm still like, and I still like I knew all the words to every single well most of the older songs. I didn't know any of their newer stuff. Um, 
Yeah, but I mean, I, I've continued to be a fan, even though I'm not an aggressive listener of New Kids on the Block. Gotcha. Okay, sorry. I didn't know Which how to I, clarify that. I, it's very specific to clarify because, my God, there are definitely different kinds of New Kids on the Block fans. Well, let's let's catch up to the whole ticket thing and then start walking through what actually happened. Sure. So you were trying to get, because um, you already had regular tickets, but you wanted to get these backstage passes. Not even group. backstage passes, just like a meet and greet. I just wanted to be, greet. yeah. So I don't even think that any, like, places even do backstage passes anymore like it's like a it's a meet and greet kind of thing where you get a chance to you know meet them and take a picture with them Mm -hmm. which is that's all i really wanted i'm like oh my gosh i just would like that's hilarious i need to have a picture with new kids on the block Mm -hmm. and um and i know a bunch of people who work in the entertainment industry and music industry i'm like maybe i could make this work somehow yes and your sister came down to go to the show as well because there's a picture of the two of you when you're like eight and nine or eight and ten or whatever and uh and the picture of the two of you in your new kids on the block shirts when you went to a concert when you were a kid yes and so now circle back around i think it was i think it was called because i looked it up we went to the uh, side of the kingdom in 1990 and it was called like the magical summer tour or something Yeah. So so you yeah. we went to that show and now circle back around. It's 2019. You got tickets. Your sister's coming down and you're trying to get these um, meet and greet passes or whatever you can possibly get by yeah. putting it up. I mean, and not even just that specific. I just wanted a chance. I wanted to see if anyone knew if I could meet them. Right. That's uh, however however it, however it had to happen. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't I didn't know anything specific. I'm just like if you know somebody who knows somebody who might be able to make this happen, right. that would be awesome. You and throw so it actually, out there and just see if it happens. Exactly. I asked for it. it was, I was kind of embarrassed to ask for it, but I'm like, you know, I'm, nev- I'm never going to get this chance again. Uh-huh. So I might as well, and I know a lot of people, and maybe someone and all, and all my friends out there might be able to come through with something like that. And what happened? One of my friends was able to come through on something like that. <laughs> so, so this was on a Friday, I believe, so when you found out. this was on Friday. Or then the Thursday. show was on Sunday. It was Thursday. It was on Thursday. Okay. So I don't think we had a show Friday. But I don't think you got full confirmation, though. No, I didn't get confirmation until Saturday. Okay. Yeah. So on Thursday, right before the end of the show, if you'd listened to the show before this one, you heard me go like, oh, my God. Uh, I don't know. This might be happening. This might be a thing that's set. So my friend Craig had written to me, and he's like, hey, listen, I'm friends with Tiffany's tour manager. And I might be able to – he's like, I don't really think it would be an issue to try and get you, like, meet and greet passes and, like, tickets if you want. I'm like, what? That's – I mean, who knows Tiffany's manager, by the way? Like, that's the most random, awesome thing. That's random. Yes. It's super random. So I'm like, okay. That's weird. So he was writing. And I just – I didn't want to get my you know my hopes up because I'm like, this is too good to be true. There's right. no way that that this would actually work. And so uh, as we, uh, him and I talked back and forth, and then he started CCing me on the emails that he was writing back and forth with her. It's like her publicist. Maybe it's her publicist. I don't know. Somewhere somebody in who the works t- for Tiffany. Somebody high up in the Tiffany camp. <laughs> somebody <laughs> high Tiffany up in industry. there in the Tiffany industry. Uh-huh. So, so Tiffany's um, person kept writing back and forth, and, and she's like, oh, yeah, well, we'll, we'll set aside some tickets for, uh, for Sarah and her sister. Uh-huh. Um, which I didn't know was going to happen until like it actually because I, I was thinking maybe the ticket thing wasn't going to and then they happened to be there too. Uh, but she's like, I'm waiting on the meet and greet to see if there if there's going to be any room. And, and he's just like, okay, well, I'll just let you know as soon as I know. Yeah. So the next day he wrote me and he just forwarded me the email from this and it just says like, boom. And it's like, all right, 
Uh, Sarah and her plus one are set for the meet and greet on Sunday. We'll let you know about the details later. And I'm like, oh, my fuck. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I freak out. I think, oh, yeah, because you were there. And we, like, I there was around when you got that. We were, yeah, we were hanging out. And I freaked out. And I immediately called my sister. And I was like, Heather, oh, my God, we're going we're to be at the Newcastle Park. I'm like, I don't know what, I don't know how to do it. I don't know what the details are. But I just got the confirmation that it's actually happening. And she was equally as screamy and freaking out as I was. And then I called my mom. And she was really excited, too. <laughs> because she's the one that initially, she took us to that first. Uh-huh. Like, she's a brave woman. She took four, like, eight to eight and nine-year-olds. Yeah. To a Nukas on the Block concert where we were at the top of the kingdom, which was uh, maybe not the most well-built stadium. Right. It's like you know, we're at, sitting at an yeah. angle. And let alone the screaming. And uh, let we'll, alone the we'll get to screaming. some more of the screaming oh here God, in a bit. The screaming. Uh, so, so you get this confirmation. So, yeah. So going through your head, like you're going to get to meet Nukas on, on, on the Block. Yes. And, but we didn't know at that point, like, do we get to meet all? Like, we don't know. Like, yeah, how it works. One of them or all of them. Like, um, so... Don't know how it works. Um, then hear back from him, and he's like, "All right, so here's the thing, you guys. So the concert itself started was supposed to start at like 7:30, mm-hmm. and got the confirmation email. Like, all right, you have to be at this place, meet this specific person at 3:45. Yeah. So Heather and I were so nervous that we, you know, got there super early <laughs> because I don't know like, with that because I, well, I didn't really know. I didn't have anything like tangible. Right. You didn't know what to expect. I didn't have any like paperwork. All I have is like from Tiffany's. Publicist manager, I don't know who that is. Yeah, saying like, "Hey, yes, yeah, so meet here at three forty-five, and then, um, and then someone will do like show you where to go, and like the meet and greet will be at, like four fifteen. So we show up, and Heather and I are like, "Oh, we're gonna go." Like we had some, we had some travel rose. Uh huh. Because of course, of course. because we had to have rose. Because of course we're forty. And Heather's like, "What if we smell like rose, Heather or Sarah?" I'm like, "Heather." We're going to a Nougat's on the Block concert where everyone's pushing 40. Everyone's going to smell like Rosé. Um, 40 and beyond. Yeah. It's everybody. <laughs> everybody, yeah, yeah, was wine drunk at that place. So, <laughs> so so you showed up, like, and this is what I want, because I, I don't even know all of this, and I end up meeting up with Sarah after this. So uh, we'll, I'll talk about my side after that. But, yeah, I want to hear, because I haven't even talked to you about your side. Oh, there's so much. Uh, but you're, so you're there. You show up at the Moda Center. And so how does it work? Do you just stand do they send you into a waiting room or, or so how many people were happened, there? So we went to the, to the box office because it said meet at the will call thing. And we go to the box office and they're like, no, you're not supposed to be here. You go over to like the VIP experience place, which is like up in the like north north end ticket office. I'm like, OK. So Heather and I go and we're just like, oh, there'll probably be, you know, like four or five other people there. Turn the corner. And there's probably about like 150, 200 <laughs> women all like screeching and hollering and wearing random like fluorescent which one of the things that boggled my mind was the outfits uh-huh yeah i'll, I'll talk about it that was, a bit too yeah it was strange it was strange and that was the first thing i noticed i'm like there are all these like fluorescent tutus and people with like bows in their hair and heather and i are like what the fuck are we doing this? See, because this is supposed to be the line i i didn't i I'm, I'm just gonna talk about it like i didn't get that at all like why was everybody dressed up like that is that a know. new kids on the block thing i don't know i don't think so like people show up and because they all had the side ponytails the and the fluorescent and, like, stuff fluorescent big bows in there i don't yeah. know if they like thought that's what 80s look like or like that's like a thing i don't know it, it was seemed, strange like, super like fetishy or something like there were yeah. lots of there was a lot of it a lot of these fluorescent like yeah it was weird yeah so anyway, I mean, enjoy sorry. your yeah, enjoy your time however you want. I mean, no judgment. I'm totally judging you. No, yeah, it's weird. Um, it was weird. So Heather and I are like kind of walking over there. And we're like, okay, we, like, I think this is the right line. It's the north end. And there's all these people, and it's really hot. It's like you know, eighty something outside, and so 
I find we find one of the Rose Garden employees and we like ask him where we're supposed to go and he's like, Oh yeah, well I don't know. You might want to get in the line. So then there are all these like different levels of lines. There's like one line for these people which are called um the bar stool VIPs. What is that exactly? Did you see I don't know if you could see from your vantage point in the <laughs> rafters, but yeah. um all the there are all these like bar stools that were basically along the sides of the stage. Yeah. So those were the bar stool VIPs. I believe those tickets ran around a thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. And so they just line the stage because this is the so thing. They line the, the stage. They sit there. You don't get to interact with most. I mean, like yeah. you can. They get the bands like all sing for their supper. Like there's, they definitely interact with all like the, yeah. You know these. So that's the first tier of VIP. Then there was another line. So we don't know what line to get in. So Heather and I just kind of stand in the longest one. We're like, okay, we don't know what we're doing. Um. We stand one that's called like the five star VIP. So everyone kept coming out. So was like, "Are you five star? Are you five star?" And they're like, "I don't know." What's the interaction know. with the other women like? Oh yes, no, just let me build. Oh quick. sorry. Yeah, so they kept yelling at us about the five star. We're like, "I guess we are." I'm like, "I don't know." I know Tiffany's. I have a friend who's friends with Tiffany's publicist manager something, and I have an email from her saying that we're supposed to be here at three forty five. And we by the t- when we got there, because that we'd be super early. We got there at three, and the line was already like one hundred and fifty <laughs> people long. Which I did not anticipate at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we get into line, and so we're just staying there. I'm like, okay, well, we haven't heard anything. I guess this is the line we're supposed to be in. I cannot even begin to describe the level of crazy that these people are. So, like, a lot of them, there's no, what I have found, what I found in my time when I stood in for an hour in the VIP line with all the other people who, you know, had paid for the experience. I mean, they're there was there is not a thing called, like, a casual New Kids on the Block fan in those. <laughs> Everybody, Heather and I could not have normal conversations. We were, so we're sitting there talking to ourselves, and then, like, you know, eventually you've been standing there long enough that the people in front of you start talking. And there's this girl in front of us who was covered head to toe in sparkles. Like, she had, spark, like, sparkle body lotion. Her hair was, like, it had so much gel in it that it looked like it was wet, and that was also doused in sparkles. Oh, my gosh. She had... Like, head, like she rubbed lotion all over? Yeah, like, it was, like, sparkle She was lotion. covered in, like, glitter and yeah, sparkles? Yeah, and then, like, a new kids on the block tank top, um, earrings, like, everything was, like, branded new kids on the block. So, you know, she's fine. And so Heather and I were talking, you know, just trying to, like, make conversations. Like, all right, we need to kind of get a read. I'm like, plus this is like, I need to know what these people are like. Yeah. This is fascinating. And first thing she does is she's looking at her phone. She's like, oh my fucking God. And I'm like, oh God. What's, yeah. What's good? She's like, they were just, they were all at my golf course today. They were all at my golf course this morning and I didn't even know it. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, your, your golf course. That's awful. You work there? And she's like, no, I go there for drinks a lot, though. It's my golf course. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so then she goes there. So she's freaking out. She's mad that they went that. and had a drink at the golf course. And then she, she kept asking my sister and I repeatedly about her. She's like, so what pass do you have? You have the five star? You have the five star pass? I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I think, I don't know. We're just kind of waiting to hear. So we're just here. So then there, you hear like titters amongst the crowd. And the, then this comes down, which was very devastating for a lot of people. I thought I would care more, but I really didn't. Um, that Donnie, unfortunately, was going to be unable to make the meet and greet. Oh, no. So someone next to us was joking about that, and Heather and I were like, (laughs) well, maybe Donnie had like a few too many last night and decided to need a little more rest. Yeah, which is a legitimate joke you would make about a meet and greet that somebody, a musician doesn't show up at. Then this totally, it's the most bizarre, this weird, like normal bro dude looking guy, like, I don't know, it looks like any dad USA, like, White hat with like maybe a Seahawks logo on it and like just blue shirt. Just, 
Hey, it turns it seems out, a little out of place. It was odd. It was odd. Yeah. Um. So so you're standing there. So and standing this... there, and so I made that joke, and the guy this guy turned around, and he's like, "Um, well, actually, no, that's not the case. Uh, Donnie had to fly to New York for his son's graduation, and then it took longer than they expected, so he's going to be flying back. He's probably in the air right now." And then his wife was just like, oh, boy, I hope that he's getting some good rest. He probably needs it. <laughs> oh, that's just weird. And then everyone around us was like, yeah, we really hope he's getting good rest. And Heather, like, is Talking grabbing about my a- arm. And I'm trying not to laugh because we're standing there. These people could, are going to murder us if we're like, we're like, oh, yeah. Hope he's getting good sleep. Oh, yeah. I hope and he's, he's like, getting he some like, good rest. He's like, well, it's at least a five-hour flight, so hopefully he'll get some sleep in. That's good. Oh, my God. That is weird <laughs> that in its own so right. Weird. Like, why do you care about a stranger that you're paying to go no. see perform how they're getting rest? Like, oh, I hope he, I hope he's getting some rest. It uh, was, don't, yeah, that that's was so weird. creepy and strange. It was so weird. And so Heather and I are like, kind of backing away. We're like, oh. Crazy. Like, oh, and so there like two- you're starting to understand what you're totally in. And so, like, and so this is when I found out the trickery of a true Nukas on the Block fan is though, is even when you think you find one that looks normal, there's like still it's not-, not covered in glitter. <laughs> They're still not normal. Yes, it's not covered in glitter or mansplaining to you about how Donnie needs his, his Donnie sleep, needs his rest, his beauty rest. <laughs> <laughs> um, so other and I kind of back away, and there are these two girls behind us, and they look like super normal. They seem like nice, not covered in sparkles, staring yeah. at their phones and right. telling me about Donnie's sleeping patterns. <laughs> and so Heather and I were like. Because it kept doing this thing where they tell you you have to get into a group of ten. Okay. Because you could you can't do individual pictures like the meet and greet. You have to like clump up into a group of ten. Okay. And so everyone keeps asking you if you're part of a group. Do you want to be part of the group? Do you want to do a group? So the girls behind us. Weird. It was weird. Yeah. I don't know. I guess because also when you have the group, then um, you get to pick like who you stand by. I, oh, I so they're trying to find weak links so they can shove you out of the picture. Oh with my the god! So this is why kids. I felt bad because they're. Someone was shopping around. They're like, hey, so we have um, – we're doing Jordan and Joey. Um, does, do I, does anyone <gasps> want a Danny? Oh, my – oh. It was Sarah, so, that's so gross. I know. And someone's like, does anyone want to stand by a, by a Jonathan or, or a Danny? Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. So it's like talking to them as if they're like farm animals or something. Yeah. So then these girls and we're just like, oh, yeah, that was a little weird. And, uh, and we're like, oh, so – they were asking us if we were in a group. We're like, oh, not yet. And I'm like, oh, are you guys in a group? And like, oh, not yet. But you know what? We're still so exhausted. We just drove in uh, this morning. We're from Seattle. Went and saw them, um, you know, last night in Seattle. And then, oh, the weekend before when they were in Vegas. I mean, we flew there and we spent the weekend in Vegas. Like, <laughs> They've gone. So this is their, they are following, their third. These are the two normal people behind us that we thought. And they're just like, oh, yeah. And then last weekend we were in Vegas watching them. I think that next weekend we're going to go so so. And Heather and I are like, oh, no, we're safe. We're just going to keep turning And so they're around. paying each stop for these meet and they're greets. They're dropping like 600 bucks a stop to like go to meet and greets. Wow. Yeah. And then they're talking about them like they're collector cards. Like Spar- and Sparkles is chiming in. And she's like, oh, yeah, I've seen them a bunch of times. Um, I'm probably going to like stand next to Danny this time, though, because I have like pictures with all of them, like tons of pictures. But um, I think I'm going to get my Danny this time. They're talking about them like they're trading cards. Oh, my God. So at that point, Heather okay. and I are getting sunburned. We're standing in the sun. It's just like cooking outside. We're full, We're surrounded by crazy. And um, and I get a phone call. My phone rings. And at this point, it's about 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, we don't know what the fuck to do. Like, I don't have any. I don't have anything in my hands mm-hmm. that says, except for like my phone. Like, here's the 
publicist yeah. person. So um, finally my phone rings. It's a California number, and I answer it, and it's um, this woman, Gabby's uh, – like assistant who's at the show. And so she's like, all right. Uh, she's like, all right, so stay where you are. My assistant's going to come and, and grab you guys and bring you in. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so hang up. And so Heather, she's like, go go toward the front of the line, which is terrifying because every single pair of eyes is looking at like, where the fuck All these women you and you're cutting the cut in front of all of them. Oh. Oh, my God. It's like a room full of psychopaths and you're just standing there they in front of them. They are so angry. And that's, I will say, and we're going to get into that. The one thing I did notice is, God, there's a lot of angry women. So many angry um, women. But so, so you're walking in front of them, getting led down, and it's just you and your sister. And it's just me and my sister. So, no, so we're not there yet. So we, oh. she, she's like, wait by the door, and then this, this person is going to come and grab you. And so I'm like, okay, so Heather and I are just standing there like. As everybody's glaring at you? Yeah, as everyone's like not looking at us in a friendly way. Yeah. And so. <laughs> and, and so so this woman finally comes out, and she's, you know has all the badges and stuff on. And she's like, oh, come here. And she like motions to Heather and I. Like, she reaches through, like, around, you know, because everyone's, like, mushed around the door trying to get in. And she's like, come on. So Heather and I just kind of go and, like, squeeze in through in front of everybody in the line to, like, I can hear, like, who the hell do they think they are? Like, wow. Get inside. Of course, the first thing I do, there's a metal detector. Of course, the first thing I do is, like, try to break, take off my bracelets. They're, like, have giant beads on them and rings. Bracelets snap. Beads fly everywhere. Oh yeah, that's a you thing. To it's do. a me thing. I'm spazzing, yeah. so I'm yep. already spazzy. My yep. bro- both of my bracelets broke, and the like tour manager girl who was like helping us, like she was just looking at me, like, "What is like, your what the fuck what is, is your problem? This, yeah. Who? What did I get myself into?" So I'm like, "Sorry, so I picked up a couple of them, and then like grabbed myself. I'm like, okay." So we walk through. <laughs> we follow her, and she. I takes wish there this, was video of that. Oh man, there probably is in the rose garden somewhere. It was so embarrassing. So when we start following her and she doesn't talk to us, like she clearly has just like had enough dumb bitches in her life. Like she's just like done. So like she won't even small talk. Heather and I both tried a couple of times and we're like, okay, so we're just not talking. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. So she takes us back to these, um, to, like these this private like row of elevators, which we used to go in when we worked for the Blazers. Yeah. Which I haven't been in in a while. And which goes all the way down into the basement. Right. And the doors open and it's just like at a concert backstage in a movie. Like, people are running around, you know, with, like, giant wires, like, carrying them around and lighting equipment. And somebody's on a bicycle riding by, you know, like, grab with, like, their stuff, moving it from one side to the other. So it's walking through. And so we're still just following this woman. So she just continues to walk down this hall. And it's, like, it's exactly that spot where you see uh, Damian Lillard and all the guys, like, Mm -hmm. coming out to the court. Like, that, that backstage area. And then she ends up leading us to this room. Um, and it's it's basically like a staff and production room because Greg and I have eaten in there before. Yeah, when we worked for the Blazers, so it's like it's it's in like the bowels of the Rose Garden. It's like the very restricted access, like uh-huh. next to where the Blazers locker so room where is, where the media gets to eat. And, yeah, yeah, and that's like where the backstage is. Yeah, and so she brings us to a room and she's like, "Here you go," and then just turns and leaves. And we're like, "All right," so we're now in a room and we look and there's there's uh, a bunch of tables in there. There's a table with, uh, like, only eight other people, and they all, like, clearly know each other, and they are dressed up. Like, the girls are wearing dresses and, like, full makeup, hair done, like, the big, like, dress to the nines. And Heather and I, you know, are sweaty from sitting outside in the sun um, for, you know, an hour. And so we sit in there, and we're like, okay, we don't know what we're doing, don't know what time is happening. There's a um, there's the backdrop, the mixta- the mixtape tour backdrop mm-hmm. against the wall. And so we're like, well, I think something's happening. I don't know. So we're sitting in there, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes goes by. Uh, some guy who keeps coming back and forth, back and forth, comes and sits beside my, behind my sister and I, and he's like, I have to ask you about your shirt to my sister. Because we ended up making Heather 
a T-shirt with the screen print of the Polaroid that my mom took uh-huh. in 1990. And then so the shirt that I'm wearing in the Polaroid picture that, that is on my sister's shirt is the actual shirt that I was wearing. Yes. And I might be wearing right now. That Sarah is still wearing right now, <laughs> by the way. And so he's like, oh, my God, that shirt's great. And uh, we started talking to him for a while, and we're like, oh, so do you work with them? And he's like, yeah, I'm Dukes on the Blocks um, tour photographer. Yeah, so con- like when I mean, we saw him like running around um, yeah. during the show. And so we talked to him. for. I told him about Fun Employment Radio. He's like, so – because he looked at us, and he's like, so – why are you guys here? So I think we did look a little different. Yeah. Then and I, and I was like, oh, my friends, um, my friends is friends with uh, like Tiffany's manager, and he's like, oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. I'm like, okay. So we're sitting and waiting. After about twenty more minutes, um, like the room, like everyone's you know really nervous, and like girls are fixing their makeup and stuff. I see somebody come in on like one of those wheelie. Like if someone breaks their leg or something, one of those wheelie, like trolley kind of things. Like you put your knee on it. You put and, your knee on. Uh huh. And someone comes zipping in, and I looked at that first. I'm like, oh, I wonder what happened. I looked, and it was Jordan Knight, just <laughs> rolling on into the room on like a wheelie thing. I'm like, oh fuck, this is happening. So he rolls in, and then I look to the right, and then like Jonathan and Danny and um, and Joey all come in, and then they're all just in there, and the, and this ball this. Like bald, scary guy is just like, all right, listen up, okay, you like we'll do pairs of people, go, 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 do it as fast as you can, like do it. So he's just like, divide into pairs, give me the phone, and go. It's like they just walk up in front of this thing. It's like they're just shuttled in. Yeah, they and walk Heather up and, and stand there like, and just wait for people to take pictures with them. Yeah, and they were nice. I mean, yeah. like, they were like saying hi and like making jokes, and so they just get into their standing positions. And Heather and I were like standing back, we're like, oh fuck, because like all. The group of eight people all start running at them, and they're like, "Yes, yes!" And so they all get their pictures, and then I give the scary bald man my phone, and of course, like the phone app immediately like shuts down. He's like, uh-huh. "Hey, how do I do this?" I'm like, "Oh fuck, I'm sorry." And then I hit like the thing, and it was fine. Oh, when we were waiting in line too, so they pair up basically. So Donnie was not there. Um, so it was Danny and Jonathan on one side, and Joey and Jordan on the other side. And as we were waiting for the other people, like. I could see how excited my sister was, and I looked at her. I'm like, "You can have Joey and Jordan," and she was like, oh, "Really?" I'm like, "Yes, Heather. You loved like Joey McIntyre was her favorite." Uh huh. I was like, "You can have them. I'll I will I'll, I'm take I'll take Danny and Jonathan, which I am actually kind of excited about anyway. I think they're rad." So then when it gets to our time, you know, like Heather goes and like, and Joey puts his arm around her. Like they were all really nice. So we take our picture, snap, snap, snap. So while we were sitting there, Joey looked at Heather's shirt, and he's like, ah, 1990. He's like, that was a fun year. He's like, oh, I like that. And Heather, my sister starts talking to him, and she's like, oh, yeah, this is me and my sister at the show at the Kingdom. He's, and she's like, that's my sister over there. And he was like, ah, oh, cool. And he looked at my shirt, and he's like, oh, vintage. I'm like, Joey McIntyre is commenting on a shirt <laughs> that I have with his face, with his face on it. <laughs> and then I was wearing this vest over – and then, of course, in true fashion, I do something that is – I mean, I've already broken my bracelets. I've uh-huh. already made a spectacle in one way. So, I mean, why not just go full Sarah? Yeah. So I have my – the shirt on, then I had, like, this vest thing that I that I love that I wore over it. And so, you know, so there was, like, nice to meet you, saying to everybody. And as I was going by, Joey was like, hey – he's like, hey, I really like your vest, by the way. And I turned around, and all I could think to say, I was just like, thanks, man. <laughs> and then I just – like he was inconveniencing me, giving me a compliment. I don't even know what I was thinking. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, 
I was like, I was like, like beat. I don't even know where that came from. Born here. <laughs> it is. Do I just blurt things with like two syllables? Like, I love the idea that you're finally meeting them, and this guy, you know, is complimenting your. Joey McIntyre is complimenting but my you outfit. But it's, it's like, yeah, I know. Thanks, man. Yeah, I know it's good, Joey. Like, <laughs> just pump the brakes there, buddy. Man. <laughs> man? Who says man? Thanks, man. <laughs> and like I do that like almost all over my shoulder like I was like so cool like not at a like, oh my god like, that's such a for a thing. pass to a meet and greet and my sister after like because she was still freaking she's like Joey touch me Joey touch me and then she's like thanks man <laughs> like, I know I don't know I don't know and then they like so as soon as that's done it's done like they go backstage and they shuffle you out and the other, like the employers are just like and you're done wow alright find your way back to the elevator bye bye yeah and like because they didn't really guide you, and then you just kind of are walk- wandering, starstruck, back to the elevator. Like, okay, this is happening. But you got to meet them. You got to take the picture. The picture is up. We'll put it on this episode too. Oh yeah, yeah. We need to put it up on on our Instagram and everything. Yeah. Um. It was so I didn't know too. So since this was like a special meet and greet, this was like the super VIP one. Which oh my god, thank you again, Craig. You're the coolest. Uh, ours was actually. Before the actual meet and greet, wait. So did you walk past back past all those people? Oh, yeah. Because when we were leaving, Sparkles like sh- Sparkles was fucking pissed when uh, she saw them. I'm like, all right, well, we have to go meet. She's like, who are you? Who are you meeting? Who? who what do you do? Like, what? What? What ticket do you have? And we're like, I'm like, oh, I just know somebody who knows somebody. Bye. Have a good time. See you later. Like, we just ran, and they were so, like, as soon as Heather and I got out of the, um, you know pop back out of the door like we both just kind of cover faces and like ran the other direction I'm like I don't want to be chased by chased by a bunch of like NKOTB like clad like sparkle wearing women well then at that point let me tell you because this is when I was going to meet up with Sarah and Heather so I had no idea what to expect let alone <laughs> any of this I didn't know any of this I mean I knew you had met them uh, but I didn't know about all the other stuff I, and the I other women. I didn't know that either. That was the biggest surprise. Well, so so I came down and we were going to meet at this uh, hotel bar that's like near there. It's a it's like a rooftop bar uh, that's close to where the Moda Center is. And I got there and I was like, well, I'll just wait in the lobby until uh, Sarah and Heather get here because they're walking back from the Rose Garden. As I'm sitting in there, I started just noticing my surroundings and all these women. <laughs> he became aware. Yeah, it's when I started to become aware of what was actually happening. And I saw a whole bunch of new kids' clothes and a whole bunch of middle-aged white women with random bows in their hair and yep. the side ponytails. And I'm like, that's that's weird. Is that like a thing? Like I was trying to piece it together and I just seeing more and more of them. And it was all in like little groups that would go by. And then Sarah and Heather get there. You know, and they're all excited, and, and they're like, "All right, let's go upstairs." You know, I want to hear all about it. And we get in the elevator, and it's myself, Sarah, Heather, this other man who probably had no idea what was going on, and then this other woman. <laughs> oh and, my god, I forgot and, about that. And so, uh, so this lady was like, "Oh, I really like your shirts." And Sarah is kind of spazzy. You well, were a little I was spazzy. Also, still on my high. I, you were definitely. I'm not. It's okay. No, I'm just I saying, know. but it's true. You it, were. It's true. I was. Your eyes were a little. Uh, yeah, you were. You were spazzy, and and so you're like, oh my gosh, yes. Well, this is my shirt, and this is my sister, and my sister and I took this picture in 1990, and actually we were just so excited because we just got to go meet them and take a picture with them. And I'm sitting there in this elevator, and I look at this woman, and at first she's listening, and as soon as soon as you said you got to meet them, 
the look in her eyes, like she kept on smiling, but her eyes turned from like, oh, neat to what the fuck? Like her eyes and she's nodding. She's like, it was what do you what do you mean you just met them? Like, what, how, what, do you, what do you mean? And Sarah's like, uh, no, we, we had a meet and greet over there. She's like, where is that? Where, where is the meet and greet? Like, what, what kind of ticket is that? Like, where, where is it happening? And Sarah's like, uh, no, it, it already happened over there. She's like, what, like right now? It's happening right now? And like just mad and glaring it in was, this tone. It was weird. And we're all like, trapped in an elevator together. She looked like she wanted to skin both of you right there because you had just done no, something I, so incredibly personally offensive to her. Well, because remember when I said uh, – when she's like, oh, I like your shirts. I'm like, oh, said something else. And then I had said – she's like, oh, where was the meet and greet? I'm like, Rose Garden because, you know, they're playing there tonight. She's like, um, yeah, I know. I'm going. That's right. I forgot about that part. Yeah. And then it's proceeded and the rest. Proceeded, I'm just and, like, oh, no. And so we get up to this floor and we, we walk out and she kind of goes ahead. And I, I look like, here at Heather. I'm like, that woman wanted to hurt you. Like she wanted to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And we're standing there and there's – I'm starting to realize more and more like these people are crazy. Like they're crazy. I have not seen the look like that that she had toward you for doing – for for talking about it. Mm-hmm. And – <laughs> and Heather's talking to you. She's like, Sarah, we cannot talk about this anymore. We can't, we can't say anything no. because, yeah, it, you can't. You could not talk about it. So we, we do that. And that, that's also at the point where I'm starting to realize really what's going on for myself. And that is that you got – did you talk about how you got the upgraded tickets? So it turns out that yeah. I – not only got the meet and greet, but then um, there's like, oh, go because I when I got talked to the publicist, she's like, oh, go back to the box office. You should check. And went and um, got my envelope, and, and the lady with the box office, she's like, oh, it's weird because this is such a small guest list for this show. She's like, there's no possible way you might have tickets. I'm like, can you just check for me? It turns out I did, and she's like, oh, where are you sitting? Let's see. And yes, it was it's in section 101, like seven rows back. 100 level tickets. So you and you, which is great. But at this point, oh, I'm down there. Wander. I felt so and, bad. I know. Well, so I'm sitting there thinking, like, oh, cool. Shit. Like, A, I'm kind of apprehensive about going to this thing anyway because I just am really starting to understand, like, this is not – I mean, and nothing against you know the bands or anything like that. I mean, I wanted to see Salt and Pepper and I wanted to see Naughty by Nature. I thought that would be really cool. Uh, but I'm like, this is this is strange. And now – I'm realizing I'm going to be sitting in the 300 level by myself with three seats while Sarah and her sister are down in the fancy section going solo to a new kids on the block (laughs) mixtape tour. And I'm like, oh, my God, do I even follow through with this? Like, should I just turn around and go home because I don't like wasting money. And the other part is. I started looking online. I actually printed out the tickets because I'm like, well, maybe I can sell them. And I looked online. At the at the last minute, they weren't selling that well. You could get tickets for the same price for like almost down on the floor. Yeah. So I'm like, well, pff, nobody's gonna buy these. Nobody's gonna buy these 300. Like, no, I was like five rows from the well, top. Well, that's what you were saying too. That the tickets were so cheap, but that, but then it was like it was on a resale site. Okay, because it was completely full last night. So I thought maybe it was not going to be packed, and it was like there was not an uh, empty seat. No, there were plenty of empty seats. Oh, down on the bull- <laughs> yeah. down, down in my level, like down in your level. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure not. No, up up top there was. 
Okay. Don't get offended by me saying this about New Kids on the Block that there weren't. Well, I guess I couldn't see you just you were see now, us. Sarah. The look you just gave me right now is reminiscent of some of these crazy ladies. Like I'm not, I'm not saying anything nefarious about New Kids on the Block. Like, the glare you just gave me for saying that it wasn't sold out at the top. I'm, I mean, it wasn't. There was a, there were some empty seats. I'm sorry to have offended you. And that's all right. Thank you. Your your fellas. Uh, so, but. But regardless, like I, I'm like, okay, I, I'm not going to be able to sell this, you know, and, and there wasn't anybody out there buying tickets anyway. So I decided, though, I'm like, I'm down here. I should go to this and just see what, see. You have to. I have to see part of it. Especially being in entertainment, like every opportunity I, presented can be something that is a good story. Yeah. And I mean, s- you can't not go. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> Rick, Rick is asking in the live chat, how many times did Greg make it a point to say he was there for Naughty by Nature? Uh, several. Yeah, several, as Stephen just said. So, so we we go in. You know, we, we go to the show. We stopped. We got, like, some dinner. Saw some more. Like, the closer you got, the crazier the ladies were. Oh, my God. I mean, and you could not find real... a bar anywhere. Like, Portland really has a problem with, like, restaurants and bars around the Rose Garden. There's nothing to go to. Yeah, it's that's like, true. every place you go to, it's just packed. And so we actually grabbed the lift and went like a few blocks away. We're like, all right, well, nobody's going to be here. Of course, the entire place is just packed yeah. with the girls with the tutus and the. And that's what I mean. More and more, like the closer you get, the more concentrated yeah. it was with the girls with the tutus and the, and the racists. And by girls, I mean like 40, 50 year old women. I mean, let's, let's be honest here. Girls at heart. Yes. <laughs> Which is, again, fine. But I'm like, this is more and more. This is. This is getting weird. Yeah, and I think like with the 80s thing, it's not so much making fun of the people, but it was just an odd thing to latch on to because it didn't seem like it went with the entire – with the show. Yeah. It just didn't seem like it worked. Yeah, it was it was weird. Yeah. Um, so we go in, you know, and, and we all, you know, went and got a beer. And, uh, and then at that point, it was time for – and that, this is where we want to tell like each side of the story. Yeah. On how it was. So you go down to your fancy seats. It was pretty fancy. And let's talk about your fancy seats here after I talk about this, because I want to explain what it was like going up to my section. So I go up to the 300 level, which is the nosebleeds of, of the Moda Center. I feel like there are like crying babies and people sobbing in the corner. Oh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I get up there and I'm like, OK, I, gotta, I have to use the restroom. I go in. This is a big stadium, you know, that's probably three quarters full. And anytime you go to like a basketball game, which is usually what I'm there for, or any other kind of concert, you know, the bathroom lines are always bad. I went into the men's bathroom, a giant men's bathroom. I mean, 20 stalls at least. Not a single other person was in there (laughs) 10 minutes before this show started. There were no dudes. None. Uh, Maybe they were responsibly in their seats, Greg. (laughs) I had the entire thing to myself. That's kind of freaky. It was weird. I'm like, I have never, I mean, other than when we worked for them and there was nobody around, like it was closed, there was was nobody there. I'm like, this is just strange. (laughs) That's so weird. I have this entire room to myself here. So I use the restroom and then I go up to, like, all right, I got to go to the seat. And I go up and I sit down. And at first it's a little bit empty. Up there, and then it sl- it slowly starts filling in. Yeah, and that's when, I mean, there's there's a lot. Should I talk about the start of the show, the the DJ first? Sure. And then okay, so they had oh, who God, I figured out later DJ. it was actually a it was actually dude from uh, Naughty by Nature. I just couldn't tell from where we were. I, I didn't expect him in that role. They had this Wait, was DJ. he the hype man? Yeah, he was the hype man. Yeah, it was no Vin Rock. Shit. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I didn't recognize it. He doesn't look the same. In all fairness, and it was you know. 
I didn't expect him in that role. Yeah, that was – I would – that seems – Doesn't it? Ill-fitting. Yes. I agree, which is why I didn't realize it at first. Like, there's no him. possible way he would be doing that. No. Because so that was bad. Yeah. Well, they had this whole – this the main stage set up and then they have this other circular stage at the opposite end. And all of a sudden out of nowhere, you know, this guy's like, what's up, Portland? And doing that DJ hype stuff. And Oh, my God. I wanted to DJ punch come that out, guy in the face. And the DJ is wearing this weird, like, bear mask thing. He's like, DJ Slugger. And kept doing that over and over. Yeah, it was, it was kind of annoying. But then they started playing music. And I'm watching as it's, like, filling in around me. And I'm like, they know their audience so well. Because as they're going through, all they're doing is playing 30-second hooks of songs that would make middle-aged white men go crazy. Women. Women. Excuse me. Middle-aged white women go crazy. Like, they would play the hook from Journey. Then they would play a hook from Bon Jovi and then a little bit of Guns N' Roses thrown in there and then a little bit of – I mean it was (laughs) – It was so – Some John Cougar Mellencamp. No, and Heather and I at that point were looking at each other. We're just like, should we be like participating in this because this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. I'm like, I feel like I'm broken inside because I'm not – I think this is so bad. It was so bad. And it just kept going through like 20, 20 seconds, 30 seconds of hooks from all these songs. It got to, you know, they did some white stripes. And then one of the strangest ones oh, yeah. was they did Smells Like Teen Spirit. That was weird. And he's yelling over it like, jump, 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 over Nirvana. And then he was one of those guys, too, that kept screaming like, a, I can't hear you get louder. And then he kept saying, what's that? What's the bear thing's name? DJ Slugger. Yeah, and he's just like, hey, if you like Slugger! And he's like, yeah, for... I'm like, there's a, an adult man running around with a teddy bear head on, and this guy won't shut the fuck up. I'm like, I just want to see new kids on the block. I don't want to hear, like, snippets from other songs with you screaming over them. I know. I mean, but people were losing their shit. Losing their minds over I this. I have never seen anyone be that insane. This girl in front of us, I thought that her head was going to explode because she's like thrusting and yeah. flailing and I thought that she was going to have a heart attack quite and, honestly. And that's why I'm saying that guy was doing a good job because he was doing what he was supposed to. It was just annoying to us. And and you know, and I'm up there by myself like sitting with these, these crazy ladies dancing all around me to this music just trying to like type it out on my phone. I'm, I'm posting on Twitter that entire time. And then you know, they got to. They got down to. They went crazy for the first opening line to uh, "Ice Ice Baby," and then "Baby Got Back" was like, boom! They just they all lost. Oh it. yeah! It's like they went into overdrive. Like they were gonna. It's like a religious fervor. I know. With their arms like in the air and like "Baby Got Back," you know, just these ladies just shaking, you know, violently. Oh my god! They're so excited <laughs> over "Baby Got Back," and, and I'm like, oh my god, what is going on here? And and finally, and then it, it gets done, and then, like, he just stops. That's it. Yep. And I'm like, okay, they must go into the concert. Like, new kids must come up there. It's like, nope, it just stops. And then they play on the video screen, they play an advertisement for Jonathan Knight fixing up old barns. Greg is not kidding. This is exactly it what happened. It went straight from the DJ, like, fervor, loud, everything, to silent, and then a video of Jonathan Knight. Well, this old barn I found out in the countryside in Pennsylvania, and we've been working on it for a while. Look at this. Faucet doesn't even work. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? This does not make any sense. 
It really was. He build them all up and then just to show them pictures of Jonathan like playing with a, like a doorknob. Like, oh, look at this one. There used to be a skeleton key with this. I was like, what is <laughs> happening here? This does not make sense. You don't go from the hype DJ to a commercial for an – it turned out to be a show on like A&E or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's reality show. I am show. totally going to watch it. Or, yeah. or Home Network. I don't know where it was. But it, and then And then nothing again. Yeah. And that's at the point where the women around me, that's when they start yelling and because they, now they're all excited, but they got to sit back down. Oh, yeah. And that's when the discussions about the bathroom really started going. Like, cross rows, these women yelling, like, should I go pee now? And oh, then another no. woman yelling because now their hearing's all messed up, so they're screaming. They're like, no, the line is too long. The line is too long. Should I go pee now? And they're echoing it back and forth. <laughs> And then another woman's, like, trying to get a hold of her friends, like, who are a few rows over. And so she's just screaming at the top of her lung, hey, bitches! Hey, bitches! Oh, no. There were a lot of, like, hey, bitches around Hey, bitches! I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, what is happening here? Like, what is going on? No, it's like everyone's, it's like, um, like animal instincts. Like, everyone's yeah. just kind of, like, looking out for themselves, and they're all just, it's, it's very predatory and, like, weird. It was weird. Like, they're all kind of antagonistic, yet they're, they're all in it together, yet they would stab any one of them, oh, yeah. anybody around them, if they got a chance to mm-hmm. hang out with Jordan for a minute or oh, yeah. something. Um, so, so I'm watching this and just realizing, you know, this is not my audience. But at the same time, I, I like being a passive observer just to see, oh, yeah. witness this. But then I got noticed. Oh, no. Because they, they, everybody started realizing, like, who's the dude with, like, two extra seats next to Are him? Are sitting in the, right in the middle of him? Yeah. Of course you were. Of course I was. I didn't want to sit next to anybody. I'm like, well, at least I'm going to take advantage of having two extra seats. But that wasn't <laughs> going to work. So this this one lady, and then I'll, I'll and go on to what you want to talk about, but uh, talk about your experience on it. Well, I mean, like, if you want to see like Greg's stream of uh, stream of consciousness, like go follow him on Twitter because that yeah. shit was so. I read that this morning. I didn't even know that you had done that. <laughs> yeah, I posted like there's like 18 different things there posting my <laughs> what was happening to me at the time. So since I got noticed, there was. Um, Somebody was with their friend, and they wanted to sit on the end of the row I was at anyway. And this lady asked, like, was anybody sitting there? And I did spaz out for a second. I was like, uh, well, no, actually, with, I'm with my two friends, but then they got upgraded. And I bought a ticket because I wanted to see Naughty by Nature. And then oh, they God, went downstairs. Oh, did you say the Naughty by Nature thing, Greg? Oh, right. you no. You know what? I blurted it out. I blurted it out. And, uh, and then she's like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, they're not coming back up here. And she's like, oh, your friends ditched you? Damn, I'm like, sucking. yeah. They did. They're down in the 100 level. I'm up here just now by myself. She's like, well, you know what? You can hang out with us for the single mom's club. Oh, Greg. And then she scouted over and sat next to me so we could squeeze in there. That's so sweet. That's really nice. So I was hanging out with the single mom's club. Up there. Oh, did you? You also forgot to mention when the DJ was like, you know, yelling at people. He's oh, like, yes. He's like, "Where my single mom's single at? Mom's. Let me hear you scream!" <laughs> <laughs> and Heather and I look at each other like, "Did he just say single moms?" <laughs> and the song had nothing to do with single yes. moms or like female empowerment or anything. Just randomly, no. Like, he knows his. He knew his audience. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like in reality, he did an amazing job. Yeah. Uh, but so so all that went on, and and then. <laughs> So that's where we ended up, and, and now let's let's hear that's and at that, that point, so like right when she moved over, that's when new kids came on the stage. Oh my god! And that was the most magical thing in the entire <laughs> world. So Heather and I had a little different experience. So yeah. we were in one hundred level, which was 
amazing. I've never been down there for a show like that low, except for like when I snuck down there during a Neil Diamond concert like 12, 12 years ago. Yeah. Um, so there are definitely some spazzy people around us. Um, but it was, I mean, that during the DJ, like the fervor, like they were, uh-huh. they were spazzy. Oh. My sister and I were just sitting there because I, I felt there was something wrong with me. So I'm like, Heather, should we be participating? Like, this, I'm not feeling this, and this is just embarrassing and awful. So it was, it was the best way to end what I want to say is one of the greatest shows I have ever seen in my entire life. Because seriously, like that, gar- that the garbage aside with that teddy bear head guy, holy shit! So we're sitting there, and after you know the barn video and everything, and everything, and then just at one, out of nowhere, all of a sudden, poof, the lights all go out. And you know something's happening, and you look on stage, and you see this black curtain drop, and oh my god, it's still like so exciting to think about. So then, <laughs> <laughs> so there's this video at the beginning of like a little girl's bedroom, and it has like posters of Jordan and Jonathan and Danny, Donnie, Joey, like and Salt all, and Peppa, and like all of them. Yeah, and Salt and Peppa, and like Naughty by Nature, all this, and like with like a new kids on the block bedspread. It's so nostalgic. They they played this perfectly, and Heather and I are like, oh my god, we had that bedspread. Blah, 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 looking. So this black curtain drops. And then they're all standing on this block thing, and they launch into the song. So it's all three of them, you know, in their Nukas in the Block formation. Like, there are five of them. Yeah, five of them. Sorry. Yeah, three on the top of this and, like, two on the bottom. And they're all just standing there doing their four. It was insane. So they break into all their songs. I mean, people – it took, like, a little while. But then, as soon, like, halfway through the show, like, everyone is just, like – in unison like you're just freaking out it's the coolest thing i have never heard such loud screaming deaf in my life i will tell you though that concept that mixtape concept so this is what i was referencing at the beginning of the show yeah so what happens is new kids it's like new kids on the block started off so they're the headliner but what the most amazing thing was they played you know like six or seven songs and they make their way from the main stage over to the smaller stage, and they're dancing, you know, because and like they're doing crowd work in between, like talking yeah. and hugging fans. Like it was pretty amazing. And as you're distracted, like looking at the other stage, like they wrap up one song, and all of a sudden you hear like the dun, 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 and you look at the platform. There's a platform raising up, and then fucking Tiffany is like launch seamlessly launches into I think we're alone now. So you're just like. Oh my God! Yeah. So you're looking at this, and then like Tiffany goes. I think we're loading now. All of a sudden, you know, like then Debbie Gibson pops up over on the other stage, and you're watching that, and she sings some songs, and then all of a sudden, Salt and Pepper, like you start hearing Shoop, and you're like, yep. "What the fuck?" It was the coolest, coolest thing. And then New Kids on the Block would come back on and do more songs. Um, I, it was the most seamless like transitions between those songs. Like it was like a mixtape, like listening to something in the '90s, and like hearing all the. I mean. Fuck, like getting to hear like – and salt and Pepper were the raddest. They were so – did you get to see them? Yes, yeah. They were – oh, man. I stayed through Naughty by Nature. Yeah, <laughs> Naughty by Nature. Yeah, and they kept bringing out that weird teddy bear head Yeah, guy. it was yeah, yeah it was, it was a little worst. disappointing. Yeah, I got to say. But, I mean, Nukas on the Block played every hit. They looked awesome. There were costume changes. Um, it was – it was – Hands down, Heather and I are both talking over. Like that is one of the single greatest shows I have ever seen. It was perfectly orchestrated. It was, um, it was, it was just amazing. I am also my ears are killing me. I cannot mm-hmm. believe I forgot to wear earplugs. I feel like this is my first rodeo because I always wear earplugs to concerts usually, and I'm so like. I have like a ringing in my ears. Yeah, it was a little more sparsely populated up where I was, so I don't think it was quite as oh, bad. Oh, mine was so concentrated. Yeah, it's just like all these like Rah! every time. But being down on the so I think also mine was a little different than yours because being on the hundred level, since they're walking around, like 
they walked into our section. And I'm just looking, and, like, Jordan Knight is staying there. Donnie Wahlberg is probably about 10 feet away from me. And I'm looking at his face. Like, I can see, like, the lines around his eyes. I'm like, holy shit. Like, he's right there. <laughs> he's, and then, like, they're all dancing around. And it was, it was cool. Uh, Tiffany was amazing. Debbie, Gib- Debbie Gibson has an astounding voice. And her and Joey McIntyre did a duet together. It was cool. I'm saying if you get a chance to go and see it and you like nostalgic, like, 90s stuff, if you want to, like, go to the bathroom while the teddy bear head guy is playing at the beginning, that's totally – that's totally amenable. You should do that. But the rest of the show, it is. It was incredible. Like, it may, it was just, I have no words. It was so cool. Uh, Mr. Jenkins asked, did it seem like he'd gotten enough rest? He seemed very well rested. Okay. Thank you for asking. And uh, the weird thing was, too, with all the pelvic thrusting. Well, so let me talk about that because yeah. that's, <laughs> let me talk about pelvic thrusting. So, <laughs> yeah, I would, I mean, I looked at it from an objective standpoint. Like, I'm not a, you know, new kids fan, but I don't hate New Kids on the Block. It's just, that's not my thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I know like two songs. I know the Oh, 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 oh and Hangin' Tough. That's it. They ended with Hangin' tough. tough. And then, oh, they ended with Step, uh, by, uh, step uh, by Step and then Hangin' Tough. It was so awesome. Oh, they came out with all their Boston jerseys on. Uh, I missed the end of it. I left after Nighting My Nature. I but I saw, I, but I stayed way longer than I thought I would. And I'll, I'll say this because about. you were having a good time? Well, no. I'll, well, I'll say this. I was enjoying watching their production. Because here's what I can say, like, absolutely. I have a lot of respect for, for how they are able to still do this 30 years after being a boy band. It was impressive. And, and their crowd, I mean, they played to that crowd. They did all, I mean, some of it was just ugh, gross, you know, the pelvic thrusting montages and then them lifting up their shirts every now and then. I'm like, what the fuck is this? But that crowd went crazy for it. And then working the working the crowd, like walking up and down the aisles and taking pictures of everybody, I'm like... And then the seamless transition between the acts. I'm like, it was a well put together production. Yeah. And I can definitely say that. Like, I mean, there was not like, a, kudos to them. There was not a, a moment of dead air, dead anything. Like, they just were. Minus the beginning. Minus the. <laughs> yeah. Rough start. But then once they got going. That's what I, that's what I yeah. like about those things, though. Because, like, sometimes when something has the worst start, it ends up being, like, the best show. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was. They. They. Played to their crowd, man, and I am not their crowd. Mm. I am not their. <laughs> I have no need to ever go again. But I, I won't say that I'm upset that I saw it. I mean, I think that yeah. was it was an interesting experience because that's not something that I would normally go to. Mm-hmm. And so I got to see a different kind of show, and now I know what that is. And, w- and yeah, and I think they they put on a really good show. I will tell you, if you have a chance to go and see this, I mean, it's just the production value alone. It is just. Incredible, and I'm sorry. There's something still. If you were ever a fan of some silly, you know, silly band growing up, or whatever, there is still something inside of you that turns you into a little kid when you see all of them. Stand. They look like living dolls, you know. And you're watching like these, these, you know, people that you idolized and loved growing up, and seeing them like still doing their thing and moving and like singing the words out of their mouths of the songs that you must have listened to like a thousand times. It is the coolest thing. I mean, that's what I'll say is impressive that they can still do all that, you know. That in their late forties, early fifties, all totally. those guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah, good, good for them. So, I'm... and they were all very nice, by the way. <laughs> well, there, uh, there were definitely some happy people in that crowd, and who also wanted to stab each other. Yes. So happy and stabby. Together. Happy and stabby. Yeah. A whole lot of whole lot of bonkers. Well, thank you, Greg, for getting me my ticket that I didn't use, <laughs> yeah, and thank you to Craig for making my sisters and my dreams come true. Like it truly, like I didn't even think it could be possible. I didn't know yeah. that. 
I never in my life thought that I would have the opportunity to meet new kids on the block. It's pretty cool. And so that's, that's I think, a lesson that I learned from this, too, is, like, there are nice people out there that want to help you. And if you want something, don't be afraid to ask for it. Because if I wouldn't have, <laughs> if I wouldn't have just put myself out there and looked like an idiot, then he wouldn't have known that I would have been interested in it. And yeah. he wouldn't have asked. So well, just it worked. Get, go for what you want. And yeah. thank you, Craig. Thank you. Thank you a thousand times. Thank you. Well, uh, so, so there it is. That is the new kids on the block experience in whole. And I'll post some of the pictures. Yes, please post the pictures, yeah, yes. on Fun Employment Radio's Instagram so everybody can see them. And, of course, the picture Heather and I got with the, the group shot, like, we're both just like, we look terrible. It's like, nobody's looking at us. It doesn't matter if we look terrible. No. No. Yeah, and I don't think you look terrible in it. But, and quite honestly, uh, I'm, I feel okay, like, not being Donnie. I'm like, that's, I think that might have been too much for me. <laughs> I think I would have been a little too nervous. Wow. Yeah. All right, well. But maybe someday, you never know. There. I'm not going to get greedy, though. I've met four to You're five. You're turning in. Oh. I know. I've, oh, I've seen the what The looks that... in your eyes, though. When I said that, oh, it wasn't sold out at the top of the arena, <laughs> the look of anger, it was a flash of what that lady had in the elevator. I will say. As though you were personally offended by me saying that. They didn't sell out the arena. I will say I did bump into um, – so Heather and I, afterward, we went to get a drink, and we bumped into our, um, my friend Rita and her sister, who she also went with. And uh, the, she's, I was like, oh, so did you guys buy your tickets a long time ago? She's like, oh, no, I got our tickets for uh, $10 a piece, including, <laughs> <laughs> including service fees. <laughs> so she's like, there were $6, like $4 service fees. I'm like – and she's like, I got them this morning. I'm like, oh, okay. God damn it. <laughs> I spent all that money. Anyway. But thank you for getting me the ticket. Yep. I appreciate it. This is why I knew I couldn't resell that ticket. (laughs) Uh, But regardless, it was was fun. And uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. I believe, is it tomorrow? Yes, I believe so. That we are going to be joined by Black's Pest Pest Services. Services. Going to be joining us for another visit to talk about bugs. 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 I like it. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. So uh, all that's going to be happening. And uh, and yeah, so thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Point Radio. Hit that subscribe button. Share the show with everybody. Whew. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more <laughs> Fun Appointment Radio. Dot <laughs> com. Bye, friends. Hey, bitches. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs>